I think the other element is just that you wanted to get attention as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and so you were just like looking around the dinner table and then you just say, <laughs> and then everybody, Jimmy! Jimmy! <laughs> Jimmy! Jimmy! To bushwhacking. I'm Jack. And I'm Fish. And this is where we bushwhack. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the, the mold. Yeah, I, I think I'm just tired today. Doing work and school at the same time, that's cussing hard. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cussing, t- today's topic that we are going to bushwhack is why. What is our topic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the is with cussing. Today we are going to dissect our experiences with swearing and profanity and what we think of it, our experiences with it, and basically not exactly a full-on judgment of whether it's right or wrong, but just kind of our experiences and what we think about it. And one of my first questions to you is... Do you remember, or what is your earliest memory of swearing? Anything associated with swearing? My first memory of swearing? <laughs> um, yeah, so I remember the first time I swore, I said ass. Oh, dang. Yeah, and I was like five. <laughs> and I, I learned it from The Simpsons. Oh, no. <laughs> Simpsons, corrupting minds since 1989. <laughs> but... um because I didn't think it was that big of a deal because I was on TV and it was a cartoon, you know? Mm-hmm. But then my siblings were like, no, that's a bad word. You don't say that. Oh, your siblings? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it wasn't even my parents. It was my siblings that kind of quashed that. Interesting. Was it like this, hey, man, don't say that? Or was it like, how dare you? Or what was it? No, it was, it was good. They did well. They were like, no, you don't say that. That's a bad word. That's a lot more kind than my first experience swearing in front of my family. Did someone clutch their pearls? <laughs> no, but they clutched me, and boy, did I have a really, really rough night. <laughs> 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 I remember we were... My first... Well, my first memory of swearing. Um, I'm sure I've learned swear words before this, but I was pretty young, and I was actually with my friend Dover, Sorry, Dover, to rat you out like this. I promise I would never tell, but I got to do it for the podcast. So I was over at my friend's, my friend Dover's house, and we were talking about Christmas Story, about how great of a movie Christmas Story is. And I was probably about like eight or seven years old. And when he said in the movie, oh, fudge, yeah. I was like, okay, I really don't know what that word is. All I knew is that it was the mother of all swear words, the F dash 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 word. That's all I knew. <laughs> so I asked, I, well, I didn't even ask. I basically just said with my friend, I wonder what that word is. And he's like, oh, you don't know? I was like, no. And so he told me, dude, it's F. And then he starts spelling it out. <laughs> and I was like, and I did the, I did the analysis. And I was like, so it's. And then he, like, put his hand over my mouth. And I was like, oh, 
sorry. <laughs> and I still didn't know what it mean. It took me years to figure out what it really meant. But that was my first experience, like my earliest memory. But, okay, before I get into this, I want to ask you, have you ever sworn in front of your parents and what was their reaction? No, I've never sworn in front of my parents. Wow, you are very either very disciplined or... I don't know. I don't... I don't think I, I'm very disciplined, but I, I've i never had a problem with swearing. Well, then let me ask you this as well. Did you ever fight with your siblings, like, a lot, or in front of your parents? No, no. I I had enough of an age gap where if if we got in a fight, it was ended very quickly because they always won. They, <laughs> you know, they had a seniority of, you know, eight-plus years. Yeah, that's very interesting because... While there is an age gap with me and my siblings that I was raised with, we were we were still close enough. I feel like to where we at one point we were all still basically kids. Yeah. Um, and we were playing this game. I think it was called Murder on Thirteenth Street or something like that. It was one of those kind of mousetrap type games where objects would fall off the balcony, and you had like your pieces, and if your piece like fell, it like got murdered or something. And I remember playing with my mom uh, and my stepdad and my sister, and I won, and I was, like, dancing around and kind of shoving it in my sister's face, and maybe a little bit too much. But she pushed me over pretty hard, Mm -hmm. and I fell, and I called her And my step, like, I was on the ground, and I said, you and then all of a sudden I realized what I just said and I did not whisper I yelled at the top of my lungs and immediately my stepdad took me into the bathroom and put soap in my mouth nice to this day I'm still kind of mad because I don't know what happened to my stepsister I was like she pushed me and no. I'm the one <laughs> anyway yeah so that was like the one time that I swore in front of my parents as a kid and jeez that was not pleasant. I, I can't. Did Did you do the bar of soap or did you like liquid soap? Oh, they they did liquid soap. Oh, that's bad. And that's bad because we didn't wash our hands with bar soap. Yeah. And my parents were at least kind enough to recognize I'm not going to shove the shower soap into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> How courteous of them. But no, it was hand soap and I threw up. Ooh. Yeah, so you like swallowed it. Well, yeah, they said you got to eat the soap. Because that's the saying. Like, you you don't wash out. It wasn't wash out your mouth with soap. It was you got to eat the soap. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I threw up. And who would have thought that symbolism like that would... Who thought of that? Like, wash your mouth out with soap. Yeah, I think it's just creative punishments. Yeah. Uh, my, My wife... When she would swear, her family would put Tabasco in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And then they developed a, a taste for Tabasco and they love it. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have worked for me because uh, I like spicy food. So right. that definitely wouldn't have worked for me. So I wanted to ask another question. It's kind of a weird question. But in with swearing, we know this as adults, that there are certain swear words uh, that are worse than others yeah and you kind of learn this when you're watching 
movies with the rating system, you realize that there are some words in some movies that can't be in other movies and that there's a quantity difference. Um, and they actually have those, so I'm pretty sure. Like, there's some sort of standard. Yeah, and it's like a number of a certain swear word that can be used, and there's a limit to how many times it can be used. Was there ever a point in your life where you realized, like, oh, these words have meaning and one is worse than the other? I can't remember a time when I realized that, you know, like an epiphany moment. Right, and maybe not an epiphany so much just, like, you just kind of start to realize, like, mm, that word... Well, I think that's a pretty early on discovery because, mm-hmm. like, my first swear word, the the A word, <laughs> you know, isn't is is pretty mild. Right. But then I remember, you know, going into the play yard at school, and you know, they all whisper the worst swear word. <laughs> you know, what What is the worst swear word? I don't know. I know what the worst swear word is. <laughs> Flimmer to jib. Oh! <laughs> you know, and so just the, it's sort of the gravitas of it is, is, uh, impressed on very early on. Mm-hmm. What a load of because I heard a lot of kids say some really weird words that aren't swear words. And they're yeah. just like, it's a swear word. It's a swear word. Well, it's funny because <laughs> you, you, uh, I don't know why, but swear words somehow make you, feel cool mm-hmm. or whatever and so for kids if you know the worst swear word mm-hmm. then you're the coolest yeah so you you might hear the actual worst swear word and then some other kid will be like well no i know the uh, a worse one <laughs> <laughs> liberty gibbet <laughs> now with that why do you think we thought that as kids because my attitude towards swearing as an adult is a lot different than it was as a kid as a kid, I did kind of think that, like, um, like I, I believe that swearing was bad, but <laughs> <laughs> there was a part of it that was like, man, I kind of wish I could just say whatever the heck I wanted to say. Yeah. But as a kid, I also did, like, I didn't know the meanings of most of them. I just right. knew I couldn't swear to them. Because for some reason, the formation of certain phonetics touching each other really seemed to rile up the grown-ups. Right. And I never knew why. <laughs> well, it's it's probably like the the sagging pants phenomenon, you know, like we as a like your parents will always say like, "Oh, don't show your underwear. That's not that's not cool." Right. And then somehow it it bleeds into society that the lower your pants are, the cooler you are. Mm-hmm. And that was like the big phase in the early 2000s is showing your whole butt, basically. Yeah. I think another part of why swearing was kind of alluring as a child is kind of amplified today because we heard swearing, or at least in my experience, I heard swearing mostly from either video games or movies or YouTube. All things which I loved and all things which I wish I was a part of, you know? And whereas today, it's like that, but amplified. you got Instagram, you've got TikTok, and a lot of them are uncensored. Anybody, there's no, there's, you can say that you're 18 
very easily and nobody's going to say boo if you're really 10 years old you know right there's not some cop out there that's going to kick you off and these tiktokers and these instagrammers are getting paid to make their content and if they're getting paid or being popularized by their swearing that that's alluring as a kid maybe not so much the swearing itself is alluring but the person is alluring and because they swear you want to be like them so i think that's one element I think the other element is just that you wanted to get attention as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and so you were just like looking around the dinner table and then you just say, <laughs> and then everybody, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's interesting. It, it's sort of like we, the traditional knight in shining armor would never say such profane things right and so and but uh john mcclain mm-hmm. you know would right and it's it's interesting because like as a kid you always like as a little kid you always want to be like prince charming or prince philip i still want to be prince philip to this day the man's a rock star um freaking slays a dragon and gets to kiss a girl that he actually he was actually a hero anyway that's a different bushwhacking topic but one thing that I think about is when I think about swearing in movies, I'm pretty sure this wasn't the first time it was used. Maybe it was, but there is something iconic about the movie Gone with the Wind, where that iconic line, frankly, Miss Scarlet, I don't give a damn. <gasps> he said a D word. But now that line, may, while the swear word may be like bring up some like historical... Um, significance people love that line yeah and it's not viewed as like oh it's a swear word but it's viewed as like yeah it's just a iconic line yeah it's like and so it's interesting because swearing has kind of infiltrated the media a lot more than it used to and this is over the span of decades right but as a kid to an an adult there's kind of that phase where kind of like it can take a few directions as an adult. Right. Um, I guess to kind of go into the next step of it, what are like what what are your experiences of swearing as an adult? Like, do you swear? Yeah, I don't swear. At, well, sometimes. In what settings do you swear? The only times that I swear, there's two scenarios. Mm-hmm. The first is. Sometimes I'll I'll say a, a very mild, you know, damn or something mm-hmm. when I mess up at work. Gotcha. And why I mess up at work and why I swear is because I handle these very, very, very expensive uh, technological materials. Mm-hmm. One little uh, disc that's, you know, two inches in diameter is... Five thousand dollars, you know, and if I drop it, it's shattered, gone, mm-hmm. you know. And, That's crazy. And so, and sometimes I have to break it in just a very specific way, and then if I mess up, it's, I mean, it's gone, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I have to tell my boss that I broke a a small car, <laughs> <laughs> a small car's worth of money. Dang! Now, when you do swear, is it in your mind or yeah, is it out loud? It, well, yeah. There was one time that it, it slipped out of my mouth. Gotcha. But... Was it loud? No. 
it was very whispered and I was alone. Um, the only other times are for completely comedic purposes. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, quoting? Either quoting something mm-hmm. um, or when I just think the, the moment is right. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting that you say like when the moment is right because there is definitely like a time and a place to swear. I feel like some people are better at swearing than other people. And it's weird because I don't necessarily believe in swearing that like you should always swear. Like I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good thing. I was actually thinking about it preparing for this podcast. I was like, you know, swearing is a lot like soda. It's a lot like drinking soda. You don't need it. You probably could do better without it. But sometimes it just feels good to have one, you know? Yeah. Um, well, there's a study that they found swearing actually relieves pain. To, really? To, to some extent, yeah. See, here's the problem, though. And we're kind of we're hopscotching onto a lot of different topics that I would like to go deeper in. But what about what is it about phonetics that makes it a swear word versus like, okay, you got right. and then you got crap and then you got and then you got fudge, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, and both of them can like the two words are, can be used synonymously, you know, or at least people try to. Right. But with these kind of, fake swear words is there really a difference well it, it's it, that's an interesting question because i certainly wouldn't uh use any fake swear words when i'm given a church talk you know right <laughs> um and i think that's sort of the the root of it is uh these swear words are meant to be socially offensive mm-hmm and and so if you are just colloquially using it, then maybe it's not that offensive. Mm-hmm. And, and but if you mean it to be offensive, then it doesn't matter if you use the the mild version or the real version. Right. It's offensive either way because it's. I mean, you meant it to be offensive. Right. Um. Yeah, I really like that. And. It's interesting how swearing usually goes into, like, offending somebody, you know. I, I know people that will use swear words, and it's all about compliments, you know. Man, you yeah. look so f***ing good. <laughs> um, but there's a part that, or a line for me, where I'm like, you know what? That's the line. I don't like swearing past that. But there are definitely times where I love to hear swearing <laughs> Yeah. And it's the weirdest thing because, so I got, uh, I have an uncle on my, well, it's my wife's uncle, right? He's from Nevada and he will, he swears, but for the most part, he's extremely nice to me, but he'll still swear. And so it'll be like this, yeah, man, like, <laughs> how you doing? Like, oh man, I'm doing great. Like work is great. And just, you know, he's like, oh man, it's so great <laughs> and i love that stuff you know yeah um because it's like more of a positive thing but there is a line where for me it's like where swearing is once it gets into the grotesque the sexual and the like 
inappropriate and also offensive. Like when it's directed at like you are a right. That's where it's like, hey, dude, you got to really calm it down because that does set me off a bit. Well, that's sort of the the difference between just a profanity and a slur. Mm-hmm. Like a slur is like directly meant to attack or like offend somebody. Right. Yeah. And we won't dive too deep into like any racial slurs or anything like that because we, we don't need to debate that. That's horrible on all spectrums. And I was taught like as a kid, like, and I always agree that those you just don't go into. But I think what we're mostly talking about is like the everyday, like, oh, you're frustrated, like at work kind of things. Right. Um, you know what's interesting though is that I actually have specific settings where I will swear. Or specific people who I was swearing oh, with. Yeah. <laughs> um, whenever I used to go golfing, I had golfing buddies. And we actually had a verbal agreement. Because we're we're both, you know, clean-cut guys, as the saying goes. But when we golf, we would get so <laughs> frustrated out there. <laughs> and we didn't want to offend each other. And so we just talked about it. And we were like, okay, I'm just going to let you know. That if I get frustrated, if I get a bad shot, or if I get too many strokes on this hole, I will swear. And I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm just going to be swearing every time I go golfing with you. And he's like, oh, I'm the same way. And so, <laughs> and so once we get in the golf cart, it's not like we're, man, that was a <laughs> Like, oh, that woman, she's a <laughs> Or, man, that guy's a <laughs> it's, it's not like that. It's while we're golfing. Right. It's not like locker room talk. No, 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 no. It's all about the golf. <laughs> right. It's like it, it relieves your pain. I mm-hmm. guess. It, it's like, a, you know, the King's speech. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the techniques that he uses to make him talk better is he does a, just this string of expletives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we had this like, it was fun, though, because every time we go golfing, because there was a there was a comedic aspect to it. Right. And. From what I heard from you, like, you do kind of enjoy, like, the comedic. As, right. long, as long as it doesn't cross, like, those lines, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I I personally strive to be very minimal with my swearing. Mm-hmm. Even in uh, social settings where, you know, the F word is being thrown out every other sentence. Right. I think it's hilarious, and I, I'll get a giggle out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I personally try... Not to. Right. The F word is a tough one for me. Um, mostly because there's a very specific meaning to it. Right. That is grotesque. And so that one is something I really don't like. But <laughs> the other setting, and this is when I'm completely alone. I won't even use my mic when with like the other gamers. It's all about myself. But I will swear when I'm playing video games. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's not like... Over and over, it is just like you at work where I'll just do it under my breath. <laughs> um, but there's something about the F word that sometimes just kind of sets me off. But mostly because there's this one kid at my work who didn't know how to swear. He didn't know the social, like, um, he just said it, whether he knew you or not. And he would say it in the weirdest ways. Like, she's talking about the weather. Then all of a sudden, she's like extremely angry about the weather. Hmm. And maybe he wasn't, but because he was using the word so often, it was like, dude, I met you like five seconds ago. What the crap? Yeah. 
like I feel like there's like so, there's got to be some social boundary that if you're meeting somebody like in a setting of hi how are you my name is Jack kind of setting right. you probably shouldn't use a swear word in the first conversation <laughs> <laughs> well maybe uh, like I think that's one of the purposes is to like make it informal like you don't want to be all hidey tidy with with somebody you want to be buddy buddy you know well maybe but not about the weather right and like this and that it's like dude all i said was how's your day right because <laughs> there's definitely a way to swear and then there's a way where it's just like okay dude and it's not even like necessarily grotesque it's just annoying yeah <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's the f word or the other cuss words it's just like dude you gotta learn how to swear because there's a way to swear and there's, yeah there's a way not to and you're not swearing well <laughs> yeah it's like the obligatory F word in PG-13 movies, mm-hmm. like, they have to put in one, because I think that's the limit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sometimes it's not even, like, that impactful of a use. Right. They just, they put it in because they need to, to, I don't, I don't know why, to meet I, some quota. I feel like, I feel like the F word in PG-13 movies is, like a business reaching the end of their fiscal year and if they haven't used their entire budget it gets lowered <laughs> like if they have to use at least one or else they'll they'll be cut down to zero right or maybe the ratings will like start to go down like heaven forbid the ratings have oh, no. higher standards <laughs> oh my gosh okay speaking of art and and swearing oh i i have a very strong opinion about this and it's not because i like swearing i'm okay with swearing in most contexts but from where we come from in utah a lot of people will use vidangel right now i am strongly opposed to vidangel on an artistic standpoint one because if a movie has a lot of swear words in it why are you trying to vidangel it like what what makes you think that that movie is going to be any better morally just by bleeping out the swear words because the the anger is still there the meanings are still there and if the movie is going to be 30 minutes shorter then what makes you think the other two hours are going to be good (laughs) well i don't know i i i vidangeled game of thrones and and that really helped i'll tell you what it's like um you you watched recently uh only murders in the building Mm -hmm. right and it's pretty sweary. Oh, yeah. But lots of it is very tasteful swearing. I, lo- <laughs> I love Steve Martin just saying, the <laughs> You know. Um, but there was that one episode mm-hmm. where you have this black, gay, pregnant cop, mm-hmm. which on, just on the headline, that's a very interesting character. A, a black, gay cop? Wow. Mm-hmm. I want to learn about this character. Right. But it was totally overshadowed by so many F-words. Yeah. Right. So many. So I think VidAngel would have been really good for that episode. There's there's a point where it's just so much and it barrages you. Right. I would say that in that setting, um, yeah, the swearing is totally unnecessary. And VidAngel or some sort of editing probably would have improved it. But there is a point, though. I do know that sometimes with VidAngel or other editing systems, they will edit out crucial parts of the storyline. 
And that to me drives me nuts. And like, part of me is kind of like, well, if the movie is that bad to where like all the crucial parts of the story are intertwined and inseparable from like really bad sex scenes and really bad swearing scenes, maybe you shouldn't watch it, you know? Um, Now, for me, like, I will say with war movies, I'll watch war movies unedited. I feel like that's the only way to watch them. Mostly because I feel like it's it kind of shows a level of respect, especially if the war movie is based on a true story. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, I'm not saying that the swearing is good or that's necessarily justified in real life, but there's just a point of like, you got to respect like the world that they lived in because right. a lot of those movies are very highly researched and are sometimes taken word for word because especially with like modern warfare movies, some of those conversations were actually recorded and just put on the screen. And I think it like does a disservice. However, when it comes to fictional stories that aren't wartime movies, yeah, yeah, I think there's just parts where it's like, you don't need all that swearing. But to an artistic standpoint, I feel like it does it an injustice sometimes. Um, just sometimes. Yeah. With a specific scene that you mentioned from... Uh, only murders in the building. I agree with that. But for other swear words, I believe not. King's speech, I I think you have to watch King's you, speech you with, have to. with that scene where he's saying cuss, 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 cuss the entire time. Because it, it shows a point. Yeah. It shows a very vivid point that if you, all you heard was like dang, 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 darn, darn, darn. It's like that doesn't that doesn't <laughs> illustrate the point. Because right. you're talking about a king swearing like right. he's doing the most unkingly thing that you can imagine you know right. well yeah so it's like if you bleep it out it's that scene from arrested development where buster swears and they beep out for like a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny mm-hmm. because this juxtaposition of this like really sheltered man child just swearing for minutes on end. <laughs> but if you bleeped out the King's speech, that it's not the right, it doesn't do the right juxtaposition. Right. And so I feel like there's a point as a writer that you would need to, you need to justify the swear word. Um, because a lot of people do just like to hear it just because I've heard a lot of people say like, oh, I like the swearing because it makes it feel more real. It's yeah. like, but watching that one, that one scene in, well, that one episode in Only Murders in the Building is like, this makes you feel like you're in real life hearing over and over and over. Right. It's like, that doesn't sound like a very fun time where, anyway. But there are other times where it's like, because I mean, I've heard my mom swear and my mom is an angel. Right. And there are times in life where sometimes you just need a soda. If you know what I mean. <laughs> sometimes you just need to crack open that soda and drink yeah. the poison carbonation water, you know? Um, and so, but that's kind of my view on swearing in movies and songs. Like one of my favorite songs, Meet Me in the Woods by Lord Huron, has the F word in it. Mm. And I'll say it. When I when I hear that song on my, on my playlist, I'll sing along and I'll say But... It doesn't like, to me, it's kind of like a quote and it's not like I would say that song like in church or I wouldn't sing <laughs> that song like with a bunch of people that I know are uncomfortable with swearing. But in the context of the song, I think it's really good. And 
the great thing about it is that it doesn't focus on the swear word. It uses it once, and then it just goes on with the rest of the story. So, right. So, let me just on a, a wider note. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what are some memorable scenes from movies or shows that that you can think of? <laughs> Okay, so you know how much I love Seinfeld. Yeah. I cannot remember the context. All I can remember is the head bobbing and just the reaction of Kramer. And he like <laughs> he's like caught in like a conundrum with like Jerry or something. I think it's I think it's the yogurt where they find out that the yogurt oh, has, yeah. has fat in it. And um Jerry goes up to Kramer and is like, Guess what, Kramer? The test came back. Fat. And then Kramer goes, yeah. <laughs> and for some reason, it's just the funniest scene because it's just like this really defeated. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And oh my gosh, those ones, that one makes me laugh. Um, and of course, this one is not the swear. It's not an actual swear word, but it alludes to it. But it's just a classic Christmas story. Yeah. I have to go with that oh, one. Whoa. Oh, for a moment I saw the nuts silhouette against the back of the traffic, and then they were gone. Oh, fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. It's just <laughs> the best, and just the music and yeah. everything is just awesome. Because as a kid, as a kid watching that, it's like, oh, I hope I'm like... I hope I'm never in that situation as an adult. Like, yep, I remember the first time I swore. <laughs> Felt exactly like that. What yeah. about you? What's your favorite? Um, you know, I really love uh, Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Steve calling all those little kids. <laughs> you know, uh, and... and uh, in the second season. I love it when Dustin has all of his hockey gear on. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah. Um, that, that's some uh, of my favorite moments. I think one of my other favorite moments has to be, well, it's not a moment, but it's just throughout the entire film of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, what the cuss. What the cuss. It's just every swear word that would have been in there is just cuss. And it's yeah. the funniest thing. Are you cussing with me? Are you cussing with me? Or are you cussing with me? Don't you point and cuss at me, you cusser. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think what I like about that is that... Now, if you had to hear my final judgment on swearing, I don't think it's... I think it's probably something we should get out of our diet. But I wouldn't say it's horrible. Not altogether. Yeah. Just go with the diet soda swearing. <laughs> Now, I do appreciate, though, like, clean swearing done well. Because sometimes it is really cheesy. Yeah. But in the example of Fantastic Mr. Fox, it's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. It's the best. And I think I think Wes Anderson made an extremely great move with that. Just because it's so funny the way they use cuss. And it's not even, like, over-exaggerated. You just hear that word cuss throughout the movie and you just laugh because you're... <laughs> but... Cluster cuss. Uh, cluster cuss. <laughs> the, I think my final say comes from the movie Arrival. Have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
it's a pretty old movie, so I don't feel bad spoiling it. Yeah, it's it's old enough to where you can you can say what the ending is. So, but the the main point of this movie is this linguist learns this alien language, mm-hmm. and the alien language has these circular features, and there's no time referenced in in this language. Um, and as she becomes more fluent in this language, her she starts thinking in this language. And when she starts thinking in this language, uh, her whole her whole world changes. Mm-hmm. Her whole perception of time changes to where her past and her future bleed together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in in that sense, it's really important that we use language that will reflect who we are. Um, if we want to become more refined and uh, more uh, great, then we should use refined and great language. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we uh, use debased language or worldly, filthy language, then to some extent we become that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that changes our world around us. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Kind of going off of that, and I want to ask you this one last thing. So when you read like the scriptures, there are a lot of words within the context of the scriptures that aren't swear words. But if you are using those words singularly outside of scriptural uh, context, they would be swear words like hell um, or ass. Yeah. Um, hell is like. Or. Yeah. Um, and so, kind of excluding scriptures because in the in the context of the scriptures, they're not swear words, really. Right. But in real life, do you think that there is a need for swear words ever? Like a need, not a soda, like a water, like. No, I, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think the swearing, at its root is offensive Mm -hmm. and you don't need to be offensive in any situation yeah you know what's interesting because i agree exactly and there's really no point like going into mine because that's exactly it it's interesting though because in the english scriptures it says like thou shalt not swear but in the spanish scriptures the word jurar which means to swear is more of, I swear upon the heavens that I will avenge the blood of my brethren, kind of swearing, you know? And it's interesting because when you read in English, a lot of people interpret it as not using profanity. Now, we do know that specifically it says, do not use the Lord's name in vain. Right. But as far as other swear words, I don't know if there's a complete basis. However, I do agree that there is no need. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I was going with that. But other than, like, it's interesting because in other languages, like, it exemplifies that that's not what it's saying in English. But in English, we feel like that's what the scriptures are saying. Right. Which is a reason why a lot of people think that swearing is bad. Well, so it's interesting. I, in my research, I discovered that the word profane Mm -hmm. actually means outside the temple. Really? Yeah. Um, that's the the sort of root of it. Um, meaning, like, uh, 
a disregard for the sacred. Interesting. Right. And so there's obvious, I mean, that's obviously applied to the harsher um, swear words where it, it is a, a sl- like a slang for genitalia or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fornication or, you know, right. <laughs> Uh, where that's supposed to be held sacred, mm-hmm. but is not anymore, right? Yeah, um, that's cool. So if if you if the question is, could you imagine a world without swearing? I don't think that would be possible because there's always people that are going to not think something is sacred that you think is sacred, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because it's probably where swear words came from. I, we don't have to do the research on every cussing word, but every word has a meaning. I think that's more the meaning of it that made it a swear word. Yeah. Less so than the phonetics. In some, in some ways, I still think it's just the phonetics. People just don't like the way it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Moist. Moist. Pulp. <laughs> Pulp. Yeah, that's my least favorite word. Pulp? Yeah. Because, I mean, moist has gotten a, a bad rag in the in the past few years. Yeah, moist. Moist is such a... But that's a fine word. It's moist. Okay. It's okay. But pulp. Moist. The guttural. Moist oh. pulp. Ugh. Pulp. Moist. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> that, we're going to bleep that out. Say pulp again. I dare you. I double dare you. <laughs> we're going to replace it with dolphin sounds. <laughs> I do think that there should be a better bleep in movies like reality TV shows and the high pitch. Yeah, that's annoying. Well, I, I think the SpongeBob episode where they use dolphin sounds. That was brilliant. That was a stroke of genius. Dude, SpongeBob really was beyond its time. Watching as a kid, you just loved how loud and goofy it was. When you watch as an adult, you realize, wow, there are some really well-written things. Yeah. Sometimes adult. <laughs> Those first two seasons, especially. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we f***ing did it. <laughs> <laughs> you cussing me? You cussing me? You cussing with me? <laughs> What'd you point cussing me, you cusser? <laughs> My gosh, it's the best scene ever. Um, yeah. What What are your thoughts? We want to hear from you. What's your favorite expletive? now be clean ish in our comments but we do want to know like your feelings about swearing and we're not trying to put shame on anybody for swearing we're not trying to say that people that don't swear like goody goody two shoes either so keep the comments light keep them to the point and don't at each other just cuss <laughs> all right thank you all for listening to this bushwhack we'll see you next time have a good day i'm jack and i'm fish mm-hmm.